0: Hey everybody, I'm Amber, and I'm Maddie, and And we're we're Witches Talking Tarot. And we've brought you a show all about the occult. We're talking different lores and mythology. Yes, creature features, cryptids, aliens, you name it, we'll cover it. Conspiracy theories. Absolutely. And pagan holidays and 100%, practices. all eight of them, Spiritual yes. living, you yeah. name it. That's right, we've got it for you. So if you want, come sit with us for a spell and let us make you laugh. We are witches talking tarot. Thanks, everybody.
1: What's up, rewatchers? It's Dustin here to let you know that this show may feature strong or inappropriate language, so don't be blasting it over the speakers at school or at work or some other public place that has people with sticks at their butts, okay? I'm assuming if you're listening, you've at least watched the show or the episode we will be discussing. If not, just be warned there are spoilers ahead. But really, it's your fault because these shows have been out for a while. Enjoy! Yeah. I wish I could uh, tan like everybody else. I just can't.
0: My arms are the only thing on my body that tans, which is weird because then I'm just like butt white with tan arms.
1: (laughs) My feet never tan. Huh. They just don't. I have the whitest feet. Like they're whiter than like how I look now. Like they're white. I just don't. Never tan. I'll put my, I will burn and then they'll just go away. And it'll Same. be slight tan for a little, and then it goes away, like really yep. quick.
0: Same. That's how my legs are. My legs like do not tan. Stupid bodies.
1: Stupid bodies doing stupid, stupid bodies. things.
0: All right,
1: you two, settle down. Uh oh. Watch out for them kitties. Crazy They're kitties. Starting to
0: fight? Yep. I you really
1: know what like you that. need?
0: Yeah. Pussy control. I mean, that's right.
1: I don't know why I went into Prince mode, but it was.
0: (laughs) It's good. I like it. I love a little Prince.
1: Welcome back to the Rewatch Recap, where we're talking My So-Called Life, Episode 10, Other People's Mothers. I'm Dustin, and with me, as always, for My So-Called Life, is Kay from Fuck My Work Life, who is trying to wrangle her cats at this moment.
0: Just yeah. Kidding. they're being, She's keeping an yeah, eye on them, though. They're being, you see me side-eyeing them?
1: I <laughs> know, <laughs> you're like, you keep looking over, I'm like, uh-oh, what are they doing now? <laughs> I'm not touching jerks. him. I'm not touching him. Stop it, oh, kids. Yeah. Stop it. Don't make me come <laughs> over there. Put you on a timeout. I'm sorry, but pets, especially cats, especially when you have two or something, you know, um, messing with each other, they're just like kids. You're like, yeah. stop it, stop it.
0: They're funny because one of them will like hold the other one down because she's smaller, and then just like bite her face. Just like, dang, you do. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, cats. Oh, Lord. Yeah. They're fun, 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 fun. I don't know why I'm talking like that. But anyway, so before we begin with this episode and keeping in theme with the episode, which dips into like the mystic energy and tarot readings and whatnot, I thought it might be fun to find out which my so-called life character you are based on or and we are based on our zodiac signs okay so i found this i don't know I, I don't know if it came up in my when i was at work it just popped up because i was talking about my so-called like you know how the internet works. you think yeah. about something and it pops up anywhere mm-hmm. you're at but it says you know what my so-called life character are you based on your zodiac sign so what is your zodiac sign okay
0: i am a libra
1: you are libra Ooh, girl we libra end up in here okay so a libra I got to go through all these and no, no, no. Libra, you are Sharon Chersky. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) You know what, though? I'm not trying to be mean, but I do kind of see it. Mm. Not the uptightness, but like, You know, you you had this kind of awareness about you and, you know, but you're not so internal as far as like Angela goes, you know.
0: Right. Yeah, I
1: can kind of see that.
0: I'm just glad it wasn't Brian. So I'll take Sharon.
1: (laughs) I'll I'll, I'll read you what it says for her real quick. It says Libra is a cardinal air sign. Libras are fair minded, intelligent and caring. Libras want people to like them, and that can make it difficult for the sign to stand up for themselves. We can see this desire to avoid confrontation when Sharon Chersky doesn't talk to Angela about why she is pulling away from their friendship. Sharon accepts the change silently, growing to resent Angela and her new friend, Rayanne. Libras might be sweet and loving, but they know how to carry a grudge. As an air sign, Libras are intelligent, thoughtful, and communicative. These are traits Sharon exemplifies. She is an excellent student who is outgoing and friendly. Libras are known for their empathy, which makes them excellent friends. This Libra tendency works out well for everybody when Sharon and Angela reconnect and begin rebuilding their friendship in Episode 8, Strangers in the House. Both Angela and Sharon are air signs, suggesting all they needed to do was talk it out to get their friendship back on track. Venus, the Roman goddess of love, rules Libra, imbuing this sign with a sensual and romantic nature. Libra's love loving, something we see when Sharon dates Kyle. Mm. Think she's just addicted to
0: the chop dick.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, most of that's pretty much me, I would agree with. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can read you mine. I'm an Aquarius, and mine is Victor Racine.
0: Oh wow. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, but we're both air signs, so that's why we connect so well, by the way. Yeah. So Uh, Aquarius is a fixed air sign known for its rebellious and independent nature. Air signs can come into your life like an enlivening breath of fresh air or a destructive tornado. This describes Mr. Racine perfectly. Although he is only in My So-Called Life for One episode, the effect he has on his students is profound. His enthusiasm for creative writing and intellectual debate is contagious. Rayanne starts coming to class despite not being enrolled, and Jordan begins taking an interest in school when Mr. Racine takes an interest in Jordan. Mr. Racine is the first to notice Jordan can barely read and the only teacher to think he has potential. Aquarians are here to build a new world by tearing down the old world. Mr. Racine gets his students interested in freedom of the press and creative expression through the literary magazine he helps their class publish. Angela, who is also an air sign, feels a kinship with Mr. Racine and respects his uncompromising me—uncompromising dedication to truth and for, uh, freedom of expression. He embodies the revolutionary spirit of Aquarius, a zodiac sign often associated with political revolutionaries and community organizers. Aquarians use intellectual capacity associated with air signs in concert with their fixed modality giving them the tenacity to fight for worthy causes. So, Angela's a Gemini, so that's why we're in kinship with her. I mean, that's why we always felt like, oh, we're the Angela, we totally get it because right. That's why we get it. She's <laughs> yeah. totally a Gemini.
0: We get that though. Like Mr. Racine is the only teacher that has like there's teachers that are throughout the whole season and you're just like, who are they? What are they doing? <laughs> so,
1: well, there's a teacher that comes up later, but Still, so far. That's right.
0: Yes. I still see that guy and stuff now. I was like, oh,
1: oh, him. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every so often you'll catch some of these people. It's really fun. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're going to be talking about other people's mothers. Go now. Go. This episode originally aired on November 3rd, 1994, so it was only three days after Halloween, which is funny because the Halloween episode just happened. So in this episode, we open in the Chase family's kitchen. Rayanne is going through their refrigerator and saying that she can look through their fridge and know everything about Angela's family. She's amazed at how organized the leftovers are. They're labeled mainly because she has stuff in her fridge. that She never knew what it was. Right. Which my fridge is kind of a mix of Rayanne's and Angela's. <laughs> I know what stuff is, but I often forget how long it's been there yeah. until I start seeing the spores grow on it. You know,
0: <sighs> yeah. There's definitely like the stuff that gets shoved to the back of the fridge, and you're cleaning it out. You're like, oh, this. I I'll tossed.
1: eat it later. Stuff.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: I'm not in the mood for that now. Stuff, but I'm yeah. never going to be in the mood for it. So
0: definitely You'd don't so label my leftovers. So mm-hmm. that's some that's some high level OCD stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a little too much. But oh well. Angela tells Ray to shut the door because Patty will sense to the refrigerator. <laughs> temperature rises over 47 degrees. And I believe it. I believe it 100%. Mm-hmm. Ray asks, Who's into all the mustard? And I'm like, Is there multiple mustards in there? Like, I have like a couple. You know what I mean? But like, you have like basic mustard, you have like honey mustard, and you have like some spicy mustard, which is kind of great pouponish. And then, like, what other kind of mustards are there?
0: So, I probably have, like, four or five different kinds of mustards in my fridge. So, there's the Trader Joe's dill pickle mustard, which is the okay. best mustard ever.
1: You don't have Trader Joe's, so I haven't had it. So, what?
0: Oh, that's a bummer. There's, like, yellow mustard. There's spicy mustard. There's stone ground mustard. There's flavored mustards, like truffle mustards. There's the Grey Poupon yeah, you know what there's... though, I
1: do have a honey mustard and mayonnaise mixed one I got from Honey Baked Ham.
0: Interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. It's good. It's good on ham sandwiches.
0: So you just need to like just one side of the like you don't have to have the mustard on one side, the mayonnaise on the other. It's all there.
1: And it's honey mustard too, so it's interesting. Sweet. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's very, it's very good. Very good stuff. I mm. yes. mean, mm. mm. I want mustard. <laughs> Know you way. know, also mustard, just plain mustard is great if you are feeling nauseated. Oh. You know that? Yeah, take a little, a, like maybe not a spoonful, but like a little bit less than a spoonful. Just yeah. take a dip of that. It helps you like not become as nauseous.
0: Interesting. Is that the, is it the tur- turmeric? I never know how to say that. Turmeric?
1: Probably. Turmeric? And like the, kind of the jolt too, because it's so, you know, tangy, you know? Yeah. So it kind of, like, ooh, kind of wakes you up a little bit. Makes and sense. also peppermint's good for that too.
0: Mm-hmm. And ginger.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Ginger makes me poop though.
0: Sorry to hear that. <laughs> this has been Health Corner by Uncle, Uncle D and Aunt Kay.
1: <laughs> oh. bum, 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 bum. The more you know. Oh, goodness. Anyway, Angela confirms it's her dad's mustard, and Ryan instantly says it has to do with sex. She says, all you need is to survive is mild yellow. All the other stuff is purely recreational. And I'm like, What?
0: <laughs> this girl (laughs) i swear
1: she wants it to be about sex that's all it is (laughs) yeah yeah that's when angela spots that rayanne has pulled out a beer and Rayanne's like what it's domestic
0: like that's not the issue
1: yeah and she's like you know patty won't notice and i'm i beg to differ i beg to differ she labels her
0: leftovers she's gonna notice a fucking beer's missing
1: have you met her ray ray right Ricky gives Angela a knowing look, and Angela suggests that they, you know, let's take our food upstairs then. Which, you know, I guess smart, but still at the same time, you could just said no.
0: Yeah, Angela needs to put her foot down and be like, not in my house.
1: Yeah, I don't think so. Rhianne's hands are full, so she asks Ricky to grab her beer as they exit the kitchen. And, of course, they encounter Patty and Danielle as they come home. If Danielle could just keep her damn mouth shut sometimes... But no, she says, you're drinking a beer at 4.30.
0: I love that that was what what upset her, <laughs> the time at 4.30, not like, like you're underage.
1: <laughs> and that's not even early. That's the thing. That's that's an okay time to drink a beer. You know I what mean, I mean? Like
0: Anytime afternoon, right?
1: <laughs> For the most part. And hell, like on Sunday, go ahead and have one around 10 if you want.
0: Right? You can start I mean, drinking mimosas as early as 7, 8 a.m.
1: <laughs> exactly. So, Patty sends her outside and she's like, Mom, it's not fair. My life is totally edited. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, I love her. She stomps off, of course. So, oh, Patty, I hate this feeling of getting caught doing something mm-hmm. like this, especially like when your friends are there or yeah. when you're there when your friends are getting caught doing something. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's really awkward watching them get chewed out in front of you. It's, oh, it, yeah.
0: It's so awkward.
1: So Ricky is so apologetic. He says, it'll never happen again. And he hands the beer back to Patty, who is just flabbergasted. She just can't even get out a full sentence of scolding. You know, she's like, I will not tolerate under no circumstances. There are certain rules. (laughs) And it's just like she ends up calling Angela into the kitchen and Ricky feels uber guilty. Rand tells him it's impossible to please that woman. She's like, have you seen her vegetable bin? I rest my case. Yeah. I'm like. Dick move, Ryan. Exactly. I'm like, bitch, you should be apologizing to Ricky, at least to him, for putting him in that position. But no, you just throw shade at Patty.
0: Right. Thanking him for covering for her. Yeah. She's.
1: It makes me mad.
0: Yeah. I did not like that. So
1: we cut to the kitchen. Patty is pouring the entire bill- beer into the sink. I'm like, why waste it, Patty? It's just drink it, Patty. <laughs> You're obviously wound up. Like, <laughs> right. relax.
0: Ugh, can Patty? I Patty doesn't like beer. Come on.
1: No, she's, but she's she would a drink red one wine. You know it.
0: She's a red wine drinker. I don't like
1: beer. I like beer too. I like wine and beer. So I like it all. <laughs> I like it. Oh! give me anything i'll drink anything guys <laughs> that's right <laughs> she tells angela that grandpa chuck is in the hospital getting tests done but he should be out in time for the party on saturday angela who is a typical teenager and doesn't listen wonders what party she's referencing patty reminds her that it's her grandparents 45th anniversary party they're throwing at a fondue restaurant oh, Fondue. i know I remember, patty, I that was a thing <laughs> well i know they, you know, she finally scolds Angela for the first time for the beer incident. She goes, Don't let me catch you drinking a ho- drinking in this house again. I'm like, oh, wait, careful with the phrasing there, Patty. Mm-hmm. Cause she'll just go and drink elsewhere. Right? Yeah. Meanwhile, as they wait by the stairs, Ricky says he'll bring a beer to replace that one tomorrow. Again, Ray Ann should be doing this. Right. It was yeah. her fault in the first place. And I'm like, Ricky, you were such a doormat. Come on, man. I
0: know. He's too nice.
1: And she too sucks. Nice. However, Rayanne says that tomorrow they're going to her house. I'm like, Okay. After the assumed commercial break, since it faded out, but it didn't feel like a commercial break moment. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't mm-hmm. feel like a part we would cut off. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I digress. We are outside Rayanne's apartment as she unlocks the door. Angela tells us that she's been friends with Rayanne Graf for half a year, but has never been to her house.
0: That's kind of strange.
1: Yeah, it's very weird. I mean, I can understand not right away, but like. Six months. Come on. Anyway, Rayanne opens the door, calling out to her mom that she hopes she's wearing underwear because Ricky's there. <laughs> <laughs> Angela Ricky narrates. The <laughs> I know, like, mm-mm. so Angela narrates. Walking into someone's house for the first time is like entering another country. Not that I've been to another country. <laughs> this place is. Like totally bohemian. There's Buddha statues and incense burners and tarot cards and random pantyhose strewn about. And then they like then through the beaded doorway curtain comes Amber valone in a blue robe slash kimono get up, whatever she's wearing. I mean, I've been to this house before. Someone similar, you know. I've met this mother before. Have you ever met this type of person before? I'm
0: trying to think. Yeah, like any of maybe your high school not. Friends had
1: like some hippie type parents, or
0: definitely not as as dramatic as this. But for sure, the like just free, like whatever. But you know, just kind of a whirlwind, but also just not really caring about <laughs> what their children are doing. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. As, as I'm wondering what my children, what my child is doing over there. <laughs> Look on your face
1: when you, as they're wondering about, and then the sound, and then your eyes widened.
0: <laughs> it's my That's naughty hilarious. little kitten is being a jerk. <laughs> but yeah, I've definitely, and I kind of, I kind of get the not going to your friend's house because there's always the houses where all the kids want to hang out at, right? I don't Mm. know why it's Angela's because Patty's so fucking uptight, but they also always have good food because of Graham.
1: And it's big and it's spacious. There's probably Mm -hmm. a lot more privacy. Yeah. But
0: yeah, so definitely had those friends where you didn't go to their house for a long time. And then when you did, you were like, oh, that's why.
1: This is why we don't come here.
0: (laughs) Don't do it. Oh, she's, she's about to like, yep, took a flying leap right at the table. Sorry. <laughs> Is that Kitchens. the kitten? Yes.
1: Oh, kitten. That's hilarious. Anyway, at least your cat's present. We never see this other cat we keep hearing about it on So Called Life, but All
0: no. right. They just change the litter and like that's it.
1: <laughs> we have a ghost cat. We just can't get over it that's the chase's like hidden story like they're all mentally deranged because they lost this cat and it just hurt them so much they pretend the cat's actually still there
0: they still feed it they throw
1: like snickers into the thing wet snickers because it's got to absorb a little bit onto those granules
0: (laughs) (laughs) just throw some like roca what is that stuff almond roca
1: you know anyway amber goes straight over to rayanne and hands her a birthday card from her dad rayanne just lights up there's money along with it 270 dollars. amber counted and i'm like that's kind of an odd number to give someone for their birthday like a teenager right it sounds like child support
0: yeah like that's kind of what it was that's a little looked, child support to me i should have looked up like what that is now because i'm like 270 bucks like that's a lot but back I then know. This probably goes a lot longer back then than it does now.
1: I know. It's so weird to think that, too. Anyway, so Ryan reads the card and it says, Happy Birthday and maybe more, Dad. <laughs> and Amber gives an excuse. She goes, he meant many more. But she goes, He wrote maybe more. No. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, that's not a good sign. No. <laughs> Amber gives Ricky a quick kiss before she finally sees Angela and freaks out. Oh, my God, is that her? Angela come to mama. <laughs> and I know she's so like uh Angela obliges and gives Amber a hug. But like I hate that. Like, I'm not you're not my mom. Yeah. I never liked it when my friends called my mom mom.
0: Yeah. It was it kind of bothered weird.
1: me. I'm like, no, I know she is a mom and she's Dustin's mom. You could say Dustin's mom, that's fine. It's mm-hmm. a little too much, but just say Mrs. Holden. Just say yeah. that. Yeah. She's know? not
0: your mom. She's my mom.
1: It's my mom. Don't mm mm. I also didn't like it when my friends would call me pet names that they overheard my family members calling me. I'm like, no, 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 no. Only my family. Yeah, only them. No. It bothers me. Whatever. Yeah. So a little later they are all hanging out and Amber says that appetizers were the best food, which I can kind of agree. Cause you can have a lot more of them. They're handheld, you know, they're quick eats, you know, a little bit more superior. You yeah, get tapas are basically appetizers. Right. That's all they are.
0: We occasionally so. have like an appetizer dinner, you know? It's Why not? nice. Maybe not every meal, but every once in a while it's like, yeah, just throw some shit in the air fryer and we're good to go.
1: Yeah. Why not? Do it. Live a little. We also learned that she's an x ray technician and she says it's not as glamorous as it sounds. I'm like, I don't think it sounds glamorous at all, but whatever. No.
0: But they uh. make pretty <laughs> decent money, I think. Yeah, it is. Yeah.
1: She sips on a margarita, provided by Ricky, of course, and asks if they've worn out their welcome at the Chase house. Angela tries to loosely defend her mom, but Amber brings up a tarot card, which I couldn't see which one it was. She says, see this? This is the world. I'm like, is that a tarot card? The world? I don't remember that being. Yeah, I
0: don't remember that either.
1: And this is the daughter who hides her feelings behind a mask. Angela says, but I'm the daughter. And Patty says, well, so is Patty. And Angela then tells Amber that her mom was adopted and has abandonment issues. I'm like, poor Ricky says he has those too, you know? I know. Amber says that the card covering Angela is the moon, which it means like she says it's like the deadly mother or the wicked witch. And I'm like, why would you tell someone that their mother is the wicked witch?
0: Right. This is kind of manipulative and shitty.
1: I think it is. I don't think that's really what's that. She's saying that's like, trust me, I'm the better mom. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, because your mom's such a stick and like, she's a wicked witch, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It feels out of bounds. But
0: it also makes me wonder, like, what does Ryan tell her? Right. Like, what does Ryan tell? What's her name?
1: Patty's so much more restrictive and whatnot mm-hmm. than, and she's like, she's horrible, mom. Like, she yeah. probably really embellishes it.
0: What is the mom's name? Is it Vivian?
1: The mom, yeah. Oh, oh, Patty's mom.
0: No, oh no, Patty's that was mom VIM. Oh, you're
1: talking about Amber. Amber, yes,
0: yes, yes, yes. Sorry.
1: Okay. I <laughs> Sorry. Okay.
0: I got a little. I got a little lost. <laughs> Sorry.
1: Yeah. So Rayanne pipes up and she says, "You know, hey mom, show her death. I got death once. She was, it's one bitching card." Amber says it doesn't always mean death. It means like what more like one door opens, another one closes. And Rand's like, yeah, in your face. Jesus. And then, you know, Rand's like, hey, you're going to stay with for dinner, right? So back at the Chase house, Patty and her mother, Vivian, come home, bickering like mothers and daughters do. As the phone is ringing, Patty answers as Vivian rearranges her candlesticks in the background.
0: Oh, my gosh. I didn't think there could be someone more annoying and uptight than Patty. And then enter Vivian.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. And she's she's on a different level, too.
0: Oh, God.
1: Yeah. So Patty answers the phone and tells Angela she can't have dinner at Rayanne's because Grandma is there. Grandma Viv, who is in the background, tells Patty, it's okay for Angela to have dinner with her friends. So Patty says, Angela, it's okay. And then Grandma immediately puts the, it's not like I ever see her anyway, guilt trip.
0: Prompting Patty to
1: 180 and ask for Brianne's address so she can go pick Angela up. I'm like, this whole back up and down crap like drives me. I could see why Patty is the way she is now. Mm -hmm. You know? They did a good job of like fleshing out Patty's personality and her parents and stuff. And you're like, okay, I get it. I get it. I see it.
0: Cause her dad's a shithead too. It's like no wonder she's so like wound up and high strong.
1: And it gets even worse throughout this episode too. It's like, Yeah. yeah. So, as Patty gets ready to leave to get Angela, Vivian starts yammering on about what she was thinking having the party at a fondue restaurant. Indeed, Viv, what were you thinking? Her husband is a diabetic. Right? (laughs) Yeah. So, she thinks maybe she should cancel the party. And Patty agrees that, you know, maybe it'll be better to postpone until her dad is feeling better. And Vivian's like, she's not having that because she wants, you know, everybody's looking forward to the party. And I'm like, really? Are they? Are they? I don't think they care. Mm Mm-mm. She also says that Chuck wouldn't have her calling off the party. I'm like, are you sure, Viv? Really? Of course, this is just a ploy for Viv to have the party move to the chase house, Mm -hmm. giving the, oh, but I can't put you out spiel. Like, it's Mm -hmm. so transparent.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, Patty's not pleased with this turn. I'm like, you couldn't see this coming, Patty. How long have you
0: you known your mom? Like, you knew this was coming.
1: Yeah. So then we cut to Patty rushing upstairs to see Graham, who is going through some newspapers. She shuts the door and says, my mother is downstairs and she's rearranging my candlesticks. <laughs> and Graham tells her to say, Mom, I love you, but you're driving me to an early grave. Do not touch my candlesticks ever. And Patty calls him naive. She then turns her attention to the paper spread out on the bed. He tries to keep it private with her from her. But Patty, you know, that's impossible with her. Yeah. He tells her that, you know, I'm looking to job possibilities and career paths that I can take because, you know, he's been fired for a few episodes now and we need to see that Graham is going to do with his life. So, yeah, I need to because I'm around his age and obviously not thriving in a career. And I need hope that you can make a change at this point.
0: You can always make a change, Dustin. Make that change. You can do it. (laughs) Don't make a
1: change. She is happy he's doing this. He tells her not to get too enthusiastic and ruin it for him because he knows she could.
0: Very easily. Yes.
1: Very much so. She then starts to plead with him to go downstairs and spend some time with Vivian as she goes to pick up Angela. He basically like, no, no. And she says she'd do it for him. But he says, my mother's dead. And she goes, well, if she weren't. And then he goes, well, then you wouldn't have to because I enjoy my mother's company. <sighs> She rolls her eyes in annoyance, and I'm there with you, Patty. I love my mom, but I would love a significant other who wouldn't mind taking on the, taking the rain, so I can have some more me time. Just love it. She even starts to shush him as he says, "Leave my mother alone," because she doesn't want Vivian to hear them. We tend to revert back to our kids' selves mm-hmm. around our mm-hmm. parents. You ever notice that? Oh like, yeah. You just straight. Damn it! How did this happen? You have to pull yourself out of it, no matter what age we are. Yeah. She pleads with him again. Then we hear Vivian calling for Patty. She says, well, okay, I'll just be in the kitchen poking around. And this is exactly what Graham did not want to hear, because that's his turf after all. He immediately goes downstairs to intervene, leaving Patty free to go get Angela. So, back at Rayanne's. Amber has just given a full tarot reading to Angela, who is amazed. She tells Angela she learned everything from a book, and she'll let her borrow it. That's when the door buzzes and Ricky goes to get it. He answers and Patty comes in with that mom look of I'm uncomfortable, but I'm trying to be nice about it. (laughs) There's definite awkwardness and she really wants to get Angela and go just get the hell out of there. Mm -hmm. However, Amber has to find the book on tarot for Angela to borrow. So in the other room, as she searches for the book on tarot, Amber tells Ryan. That, you know, Angela's so cute, you can just smack her. I'm like, what? I get it. I guess.
0: I always tell tell my cats they're so cute, I want to punch them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then she's like, her mom is like from a commercial for something really clean. I'm like, okay, I get it. That's true. But you're acting like you just met Patty. You met Patty before. Right. But you know what? She's so out of it, she probably forgets people all the time.
0: True. Yeah, because it – She knew she was Angela's mom, right? When they had the whole, it was the shooting one, right? When they had Mm -hmm. like the, yeah. Yeah. She's probably just, you know, not with it.
1: Yeah. And she's come to pick up uh, Rayanne before at Angela's house. She knows where she lives.
0: That's true. Does she ever go in though or is she just Tom? No, she just tongs. Yeah.
1: But still, she knows where she lives. So Rayanne's like, hey, mom, uh, I might send that money back to dad because I kind of don't want it. And Amber is just not listening at all, even though her daughter is less than a foot away from her. You can kind of start to see this like neglect mm-hmm. from Amber Duran, and why Ryan's so messed up with the small interaction. Just this, because she doesn't give a damn about her daughter's feelings.
0: No, no, you she's know? just trying to be like cool, cool, fun mom, but not really listening to like what Ryan really. I'm needs. a cool mom, like
1: mm-hmm. another normal mom.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> so Patty says they really need to leave to get ready for the party they'll be throwing, which is news to Angela. Angela finds, uh, Amber finds the book and rushes in. She says she thinks it's great that Patty is throwing her parents a party. It will totally help her work with her feelings about adoption.
0: <sighs>
1: and Patty is instantly even more uncomfortable. You just see her face drop
0: mm-hmm
1: especially when amber says that she thinks she may have given up a baby in her past life
0: oh my god shut the fuck up amber
1: like i don't understand people who don't understand these basic boundaries like if you know someone is adopted like you find out somebody's adopted and you don't know them very well you don't bring it up no because you don't know how they'll feel about it If they bring it up whatever fine yeah that's good but like have some cooth. like yeah. I don't, you know, I don't get it. I don't want, why people don't understand that. That's, that's not something we just talk about out of no. nowhere.
0: Well, you can see it's like, it's kind of that like selfishness of Amber too, right? She turns it into her about her like, oh, I watched this documentary and I must have given up a baby in a past life. It's like, it's not about you. Shut up. Leave it alone.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't want to, don't you read my face. Look at my face. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about this. Uh, you can't not see that. Anyway. So before leaving, Amber makes Angela promise to treat the cards with respect and gives her a hug and a kiss as Patty watches. I'm like mm-hmm. She's like, Patty knows. She's like, I've met this mom before. Mm-hmm. You know. After the commercial break, Angela is giving her first tarot reading to Danielle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you gotta start somewhere, right? Yep. She tells Danielle she needs to ask the tarot deck a question, to which Danielle says, does Justin Collin like Karen Kligman? <laughs> Annoyed, Angela says, that's not an important question, to which Danielle retorts, it is to Karen Klingman. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Danielle dropping that knowledge again.
1: I know. Now an expert, apparently, now, Angela, she thinks she's an expert. She tells you, she tells her, "You, you need to treat the cards with respect. And Patty, who has been listening the whole time, decides to cut in and ask Angela to make paper streamers for the party. Of course, Angela doesn't want to. She then says she wants Angela to clean behind the furniture. And I'm like, damn, Patty, what are you going to do <laughs> for <Right>? this party? <laughs> like, you're not cooking. No. Nope. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're getting all everybody else to do everything else. Like, what are you doing?
0: I mean, I that's the reason to have children, right?
1: <laughs> I guess. Well, <laughs> slaves, I guess. I don't them know. to
0: do everything.
1: Ever present and honest, Danielle butts in and asks if grandma is going to drive everyone crazy like she did at Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm guessing she means the previous year, since we're not yet to Thanksgiving yeah. in the MSCL world. But uh, seemingly offended, Patty says, what on earth does that mean? And looks to Graham, who says, well, it's a fairly straightforward question.
0: <laughs> you know what she, exactly what she means, Patty. Come on. Come
1: on. You know it. Stop acting offended when you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Switching gears, Patty says she found a recipe for, quote, no fat chicken that's skinless mm. and Graham immediately interrupts and Says, you cannot cook chicken without the skin that is where all the flavor is <laughs> this is something that has stuck in my mind ever since I saw this back in the 90s and like I've always heard that like you can't have something without ch- chicken skin it's where the flavor is right that's what I've always I've, I've from this I've learned that from this I don't know if that's true or not because I'm like with like not marinating the chicken in something for a long time. Would it, that not put flavor in it?
0: Yeah, it does. It puts flavor in and it puts moisture in and yeah.
1: So I don't know what he's it's talking possible,
0: about. It's possible that, you know, he's he's a chef. So yeah. in his own mind. <laughs> this is just his personal feeling.
1: Yeah. So she's all, you know, she gets all upset and irked and whatever. She walks off prompting Angel to say, you could really tell she's been spending time with grandma. <laughs> And then she, Patty's like off in the background. She turns right back around with now a chipper demeanor. She's like, again, and asks if everyone could just pitch in because she thinks this this funny can be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And Angela's like, I hope so because life was created to be lived, you know? Oh, jeez. Which Patty's like, did you read that on a tarot card? <laughs> Angela's like, fine, I'll make the streamers. Yeah. <laughs> she walks off. At school, in the girls' bathroom, Rayanne confronts Ricky that he said he wouldn't set foot in the girls' room again, and he says, "Never say never." Just then, Sharon enters the bathroom, and Rayanne enthusiastically greets her, which is still weird to me to think of them as being friendly to each other. Yeah, she then looks shocked because Sharon's hair is a mess. <laughs>
0: it I don't is know what the too. hell happened
1: to her on the way to school?
0: <laughs> Do we ever find out what happened to her?
1: No, she just comes in, her hair's everywhere. She's like, "Oh my god!" I mean, um, like, uh. uh. Was that sex hair? Maybe.
0: <laughs> like, I just, like, thought of like that. Like, in the back
1: of her, his, huh. oh, and right there in the parking lot, just, like. Maybe. She's a no little way. freak. She's a silent freak. Like, you know it. She is. Yep. But she keeps it to herself. So, Ann reaches into her bag for some product with all, you know, all of her birthday money starts to fall out everywhere. And she laughs. She goes, it's fine. It's like dead leaves. Oh, jeez. Ricky then asks how she how much she's had to drink today. And Sharon's like, she's been drinking. And Rayanne comes back. there's no drinking in school. Don't you know that? <laughs> Before handing Sharon a wad of money so she can, you know, here, buy yourself a wig. <laughs> Damn, Rayanne. <laughs> Uncomfortable, Sharon leaves. Rayanne then hands the money to Ricky for him to have because she doesn't deserve it, is what she says. Which, I know that's sad. If you look at her life, though, she you can tell that she's not. She feels like she doesn't deserve good things. Right. Yeah, like this
0: whole thing kind of thing from her dad just kind of made her spiral out of control.
1: Yeah, yeah, and he. I I wonder if we would have ever met her dad
0: if it continued on.
1: Seasons. Yeah.
0: Probably, I think probably it'd be like a special episode.
1: (laughs) A very special episode of my so-called life. Rayanne's dad comes to visit. Yeah. He's turned his life around, but he hasn't. He hasn't.
0: He's still yeah. the same.
1: Still the same Deadbeat. Dad. Yeah. Here, here's $270, kid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, what? Here's a random best? amount of money.
1: <laughs> <laughs> $270. anyway. Ricky tries to convince her that she needs, you know, spend the money on yourself, like buy some makeup or some CDs because you're suck. Or a leather jacket, and she's like, oh, You're brilliant, Ricky. I'll have a party. That's not what he said. No, it's not. That's not what he said. So they walk to through the hallway and Rayanne stumbling around because she's drunk. She wants to have a party that's endless and exciting that you can't get bored at her party, you know. <laughs> she says, You'll become a prisoner to happiness before running off as the bell rings. You'll become a prisoner to happiness at my party. I'm like, that's not don't you want prisoners at your party
0: sounds like a rave
1: yeah back at home patty is leaving for work as vivian shows up unannounced with a big ass turkey and other groceries she tells patty to leave for her meeting i'll put things away don't worry about it don't worry about me go have your meeting but then patty insists on telling viv that like graham is very emotional about the food when he's cooking it as most chefs are i presume i'm not a foodie so i don't know but Mm -hmm. vivian tells her it's only a turkey everybody loves turkey. And Patty's, you know, says like, it's huge. It will need its own room.
0: So, are they going to do like says, skinless turkey?
1: No, because they had the skinless chicken.
0: Right. And then
1: she has a turkey as well.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Okay. Which tells me she knew some stuff was going to happen later on. Yeah. That's what it tells me. So, yeah. She says she just wants to contribute something as Patty closes the fridge and prepares to leave. And Vivian, she still can't get emotional about food. Shut Next, up, it's a montage set to the song Fall Down by Toad the Red Sprocket. It's a good song. Mm-hmm. We're following Rianne all over school, drunk off her ass and handing out flyers for her party with Ricky as her lackey, trying to keep up with her. She even orders, quote, pharmaceuticals, for the party from a dealer who has his pager go off kids back in the day. The stereotype was that only businessmen, doctors and drug dealers carried pagers, which were little devices you would call and into your phone number, their pager or beeper, if you prefer would then beep and your number would display on the screen, letting you know, or letting them know that someone wanted them to call that number. And we used to, I don't know about you, but I'm sure you did too. We used to have our own like numbers to assign afterwards, like pull asterisk and then the star and then like do a self-chosen number code. So like mine was three, two, four, because on the keypad, it's DCH, which is my initials. Oh, okay. But it also spells out F-A-G. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> so it kind of worked that way.
0: I never had a beeper.
1: You didn't have a friend who had one or anything?
0: Not really. I I don't think – I kind of feel like it was sort of in between, like, beepers becoming popular. Like, it was, like, just as I was maybe getting out of school. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We, I ended like, up getting ne- one. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I just never knew. I mean, I'm sure people had them at my school, but I never, like, I never beeped anyone or had – yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> that sounds like you were censoring yourself. But um <laughs> I never beeped anyone. Never beeped um, anyone. <laughs> I mean. I used to have one. I got one in like, I want to say junior year. And it was one of those blue plastic ones you can see. All, it was like clear, kind of like those phones. You can see all the hardware inside. Yeah, And yeah, that was before they came out with the text beeping. And then after that, because you would call it, you would so tell fun. somebody what you wanted to say. And they would type it out and it would send a text. Oh. Yeah.
0: Well, that led into cell phones and texting and all that kind of stuff.
1: Yep. The more you know remember,
0: kids. I just remember the one, I think it was the first real world on MTV. Mm-hmm. And there was the southern girl and there was like the model guy and she found out. Oh, Julie. Paper. Yeah, Julie. And she's like,
1: dude, Heather, it was Heather. <laughs> that was Heather, Heather B., who was the rapper. And that's it became a big thing. She knew she was kidding, but. Yeah. She's like, that's not cool. Don't do that. Don't do say you that. you
0: sell drugs? That's the only, that's I, immediately think of that anytime I hear about a pager
1: beeper sell drugs why do you have beeper yeah so anyway so she also buys some liquor and from some guy's car the back of his car and Sharon sees that she's all concerned Mm -hmm. then we see her making out with some guy in his car while talking about getting a party ball or a keg She's clearly, clearly spiraling, which is what we're supposed to get from this montage. And the song sings, you know, when will we fall down? It's like, yeah, it's coming soon. That's when you're going to fall. Back at the chases, Patty enters the kitchen to find Graham staring at the huge turkey in the fridge. She says, sorry, I tried to reason with her. His eyes are glued to that turkey. She urges him to please close the fridge. He does, and she walks off. And as soon as she's gone, he opens it back up and keeps staring. And I just I love Graham's reaction sometimes. Later at school, some girl is telling Rianne that she can probably get her in to her own party. <laughs> He's like, you know, I can make some, you know, get you in this party. And she's like, uh-huh, okay. She sees Angela and's like, Oh my God, this is like a huge party now, you know. And she hears, you know, and Angela's like, Wait, it's on Saturday? And she's Rayanne. I've been talking. She's like Angela. I've told you this like a dozen times. And so Angela has to tell Rayanne that she has her grandparents' anniversary party on Saturday, and this like hurts and hurts Rayanne and pisses her off. She's like, "Fine, go hang with your grandparents. You can memorize all the state birds or something." She sulks off, and so this like Angela feels all guilty, and then she turns and Rayanne turns back, and says, "Hey, Angela, I'm a bitch."
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, at least you're self aware.
1: Yeah. Angela laughs and asks, "You know, can I at least help you get ready for the party? I could move furniture." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, you wouldn't even do it for your mom." Nope. Ugh. So after school, we see Rayanne putting that offer to good use as she gets Angela to move a table for her. As Juliana Hatfield Trios "Spin the Bottle" plays in the background. Love I love that song. Yeah,
0: I love that song.
1: It's very meta, actually, when you think about it, because Juliana Hatfield comes back in well, that's right. the Christmas episode. That's I right. love when shows do that. Of course, Rayanne ann is drinking a beer and dancing as she gets out decorations. Amber comes in with another margarita, I might add, and I'm wondering, hmm, where does Rayanne ann get this from?
0: Yeah. Hmm. Apple doesn't fall far from the tree.
1: Yeah. She tells them the rules for the party. No eating on her bed, which is weird. Okay. <laughs> that's, um, that's what you're concerned about? <laughs> don't eat on my bed. <laughs> don't let things get out of control. She says she knows that there'll be drinking. I'm like, and in typical enabler parent fashion, she's like, I would rather it happen under my roof. I'm like, you're enabling your kids. Yeah. Tell them no. I mean, I did it, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, it's not smart.
0: No, but also like if she paid any sort of attention, she would see that Ryan has a problem and yeah. maybe not allow this to happen.
1: Exactly. So she just doesn't want them to get too loud because she doesn't want to hear from that tight ass neighborhood watch. Priorities. Amber's got them.
0: Mm-hmm. Again, selfish.
1: Yeah. But Angela's like, your mom is amazing. Of course. I'm like, just you wait, Angela. Just you wait. Yeah. We immediately switch back over to the chase kitchen. And there sure are a lot of kitchen scenes in this episode. Yeah, there are. Danielle is going through all the tarot cards, obviously with no clue as to what she's thinking or or what she's doing, actually. She grabs a card. It's like, look, death. Oh, <laughs> it'll be 11 or 12 again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Meanwhile, Patty is complaining to Graham about the party and how she should have Angela there to shine the silverware. Graham's like, why don't you just get Danielle to do it? And Danielle's like, I can't. I'm predicting the future. <laughs> <laughs> I really want her to have a spinoff. I know. Graham continues to complain about the large bird in the fridge. (laughs) Danielle says, Mom, what's your question? And Patty turns to Graham and says, Why am I doing this? That's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) The phone rings, and it's Vivian. Of course, Patty doesn't want to take the call, but Graham says, Yeah, she's right here. Turns out her dad got released from the hospital. The tests are all negative. After she hangs up, Patty co- contemplates whether it's good news that her father is healthy. When it's obvious, she was sort of hoping he wasn't completely in the clear so she could postpone that party.
0: Was this the day of the party? Yeah. So he got on no, the no, hospital. No, no, this is the night.
1: This is Friday night.
0: Oh, okay, the night before. The day okay. before.
1: Yeah. So I guess, you know, that's good news, right? That's good, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Graham just kind of gives her this knowing look and leaves. Of course, Danielle is still, Mom, what's your question?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Pay attention to me, Mom.
1: Back at Rayanne's Amber is admiring Angela's streamers, which okay, if these are the same streamers I call bs that Angela made those because they are obviously manufactured
0: right by <laughs> making no them do they just mean like she hung them up and twisted
1: them I <laughs> know I'm like uh, because there's like the cardboard cut out at the ends I saw it when they got them out yeah. like, no this is not you did not make these damn streamers yeah unless she she made a trip <laughs> to buy them <laughs> that's what she did. Amber says she's never going to take them down and will spend the rest of her life with them. Like, that's a bit much. They are paper after all. Yeah. Yeah. Amber laments that Angela can't go to Rayanne's party because of, of the other party she has to go to. But maybe you can find a way to go to both parties. Let me take a sip of my margarita. Look, look, look right in front of your face. She says you have to go where your karma takes you. What?
0: That's not really so, how that works.
1: I know it's not. No. To which Angela replies, I don't think my mom knows much about karma. And Amber <laughs> says, well, maybe you can teach her.
0: Mm-hmm. Good luck with that.
1: You know, and at this point, I'm like, I just realized there hasn't been much voiceover work in this entire episode.
0: Yeah, there's not a lot until the end. It really
1: hasn't. Next, we see Angela arriving home in a good mood. She sees Patty hanging up the blue and white streamers she, quote, made and says she was going to hang them. She tells Patty, you know, just leave it. I'll I'll hang them in the morning. But Patty's like, no, there's already too much to do tomorrow to get ready for this party. This is when Angela decides to bring up Rayanne's birthday party. She tells her mom that she was there so late helping set up and wonders if there's a way she could go to both the grandparents anniversary party and then go over to Rayanne's. All Patty seemed to hear was you were helping with Rayanne's party. Yeah. And she's like betrayed.
0: Yeah. And just instantly like, nope.
1: And now you shouldn't have done that, Angela. shouldn't even told her you were helping at the party. No. So as Patty huffs and starts to leave the room, she stops and says, how could you tell that woman I'm adopted?
0: I also love that it's always that woman and that girl in reference yeah. to Rayanne and Amber.
1: <laughs> I know. Angela says, Amber isn't just some woman. I trust her. I'm like, I wouldn't trust Amber Vallone as far as I could throw her, which isn't far because lady is filled with margaritas weighing her down. <laughs> exactly you know
0: and a huge rack i might say
1: oh my god (laughs) angela apologizes anyway she didn't know it was such a big secret and patty's like i just don't want everyone to know which it's you know it's her business to tell right yeah patty tells her that she needs angela at the party and angela gets mad and says patty's only having this party because grandma talked her into it lying to herself and to angela patty says that is not true Just as the streamer falls down. Angela hits us with, you know, the karma in this house is like ridiculous. And Patty's like, really? (laughs) And not noticing the sarcasm, Angela says, yeah, it's really low and dark. Whatever it is that happens to karma. And Patty's like, and I'll bet the karma in Amber's house is through the damn roof. (laughs) 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 I love that. Then she restates, you know, Angela, you're not going to Rand's tomorrow. You are attending your grandparents' 45th anniversary. Is that clear? Angela doesn't answer. She just runs upstairs pouting. And so, like, you know, that whole through the damn roof argument about karma reminds me that I didn't know what the concept of karma was until I watched this show. And it was still kind of confusing because of how Amber was using it versus I'm like, no, karma is you get back what you put out there.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're not using it in the right context here, which I think they're is, talking
1: about like auras, right? And, you know, just kind of mixing energy.
0: It yeah, I, I feel like that was probably on purpose too. Yeah. You know, like Amber has no idea what the fuck she's talking about. She just has right. this like, and, 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 and like, Angela
1: doesn't know either. So, I that's know. The
0: thing. Angela doesn't know anything, she just repeats what other people say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, after the commercial break. We see an already tipsy Ann stuffing beers into ice that's filled up her bathtub as Richie, Richie, Ricky watches on. I'd like to see how big this apartment actually is. Like, we don't—I don't think we get to see it all because it seems like it's one bedroom.
0: Yeah, it looks tiny.
1: And was that Rayanne's bed? Like, is that Amber's bed? Like, where does Rayanne sleep?
0: Couch. I don't know, because it seems like it seems like you walk into, like, a little tiny living room kitchen, and then there's just the beaded a door with, like, a bedroom and a bathroom, and, like, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like how... She probably sleeps on the
1: couch. You did see, like, the pantyhose and stuff in the living room. Yeah. yeah. That's probably where she sleeps. I feel bad for her. Anyway. Yeah. So the doorbell buzzes, and Rayanne says, let the games begin, and she goes to answer. At the chases, Vivian has arrived for the party. Patty answers the door, and is like, hey, where's Daddy? Mm. Vivian's like, oh, he didn't want to come. You know how he hates parties.
0: Oh, my god!
1: I'm like, what? Like, so I'm like, oh, you know what? I after rewatching this, I'm like, you know, this bitch probably never told him.
0: Nope.
1: She probably or never she w- told him.
0: Or, he, or he was just like, I don't want a party, and thought that was the end of it. And she wanted a party, so she did all this shit.
1: Yeah. Because this was just an ex- it's an excuse to get herself some attention. Yeah, I'm like, why must people be this way?
0: I was so mad.
1: My cousin's mother in law is kind of like this. Like, let me tell you this quick little story. So, I found out that she was planning on buying tickets to see The Lion King when it was coming to town, right? And she said she's buying it for everybody's birthday because it was coming like in. August of last year, September of last year. And she was like, I'm buying it for all the genu- all the summer birthdays, which are all her sons. Mm-hmm. Right. And she's buying it for all the summer birthdays and it's out this weekend, which is literally the day. And the day she bought tickets for was a day before her birthday. Uh, mm-hmm. So it was obvious a ploy to get them to all go out to dinner and see this thing and like wish her happy birthday and to make, and then make them go because it's quote a gift for them. And I'm like, oh, you people! Just the manipulation—it's very obvious. You're like, come on, man, yeah, come on. So, do you know anybody like that? Does that kind of stuff?
0: Um, not that bad. I mean, there, there's been some people in my life that are like that, and I quickly cut them out. So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. but you know, I mean, like, like, like a, somebody's in law like or something you kind of see every yeah. so often. You're not like close to, but you know.
0: I mean, my, my brother's ex-wife is kind of that way. Okay. She's kind of amberish in a way.
1: Yeah. Very, very. In a very, lot of ways. Me, 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 me. I don't really give yeah. a shit. Me, 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 Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Manipulating everybody. Yeah. She's a nightmare.
1: <laughs> well. Okay. Well, anyway, so Graham enters all fake happy to see Vivian, who he can't stand. We know this. He's a great husband. Mm-hmm. Of course, his demeanor starts to change when he learns that Grandpa Chuck isn't coming. Yeah. Vivian says that they are better off anyway. She can never f- enjoy herself when he's around anyway. Exactly why I think she never told him. Right. She says, now we don't have to worry about his crazy dietary restrictions. And Graham's like, livid. The entire meal is non-fat and no sugar. He took the skin off the chicken.
0: Yeah. How
1: much more bland can you get? Right. She's lucky he doesn't set her hair on fire for this BS.
0: Yeah, like this whole thing, like this whole scene, I was just so pissed. I just wanted to jump through the screen and strangle this woman.
1: <laughs> uh elder abuse, anyway. Yep. So Danielle complains because she's putting up the streamers that Angela should have put up, and Vivian tells her that she likes her dress, and Danielle says, "I hate this outfit. I wish I was dead." <laughs> <laughs> I love Danielle. Vivian's That's like, great. no, you don't. <laughs> and Danielle's like, how do you know whether I wish I was dead or not? Are you me? Am I allowed to have a feeling in this house or is it just Angela? <laughs> I'm like, tell her, Danielle. My uh... God. This is one of the only times like the parents see her, especially Graham. He's like, he just sits there, and watches on. He's kind of amused. Like, mm-hmm. He's proud, you know, <laughs> so not ex- concerned at all with her, I wish I was dead comment. But. <laughs>
0: I was like,
1: whatever. <laughs> so Danielle runs upstairs just as people start to arrive, which I hate people ringing a doorbell or knocking and then just walking in. Like, if mm-hmm. you're not close friends and family, it's not okay. You can't just do mm-hmm. that. I don't care if it's a party. You wait for me to answer that door. Unless I have a sign on the door says, come on in. Right. Patty and Viv pretty much resemble each other, which is, you know, like it's thinking. obvious that Vivian has trained Patty for being fake at a party. Mm-hmm. Because they instantly, ah! They light up and just completely change demeanor. Yeah. And Angela watches on from the upstairs landing, dressed in a tie dyed shirt and her hair all like braided and crimped and whatnot. She says, Sometimes I think my mom, if my mom wasn't so good at pretending to be happy, she'd actually be better at actually being happy, which is true for most of us, actually. Yeah. And put on that front so much, she'd probably be okay. Meanwhile, the party is raging at Rayanne's as she's drinking and dancing. Others are making out and doing drugs, and Ricky clearly feels out of place, being the only sober one there. He asks Rayanne, who are all these people? And she's like, "I, ha-, you know, she has no idea. She's like, there's people here I've never seen. There's people in the bathroom. I don't think they're from Pennsylvania. Have you seen Tino? <laughs> of course not. Ricky says he's lucky he found her. Because of all the randos in the house, which I do not like. If I have a party, random people showing up. No. Bothers me. I'm I'm always, I'm trying to be okay with people like, hey, you can bring a date with you or something like that. That's totally fine. But I've had people show up with a date or with a guy or boyfriend and they brought their friends. And they're drinking my alcohol. Yeah. yeah. And they drink a lot of it. And then they're rude. Yeah. You know, or just like, or they, they go and they drink, but they all stay away from everybody else. I'm like, but you're drinking my shit and you're at my party and you're not going to intermingle with us. That's so yeah. rude.
0: Get out. You know? Leave. Yeah.
1: I just felt like it was really, really rude. And anyway. again,
0: I would feel weird being that person. At someone's I party, I don't know, and drinking, like, it would just be weird. I don't like I'd it. I'd at
1: least be, like, very, like, can I have some? Is it okay? You right. know what I mean? I'd at least talk to them, but that's different. Or
0: bring your own shit to contribute to, like, you know.
1: I've been brought to a party before. I'm like, oh, I didn't realize this was, like, a party. I thought it yeah. was just kind of a, you know, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I've been, un- oh, I'm always the one who's, like, underdressed <laughs> or, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm always the oddball oddball out, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so back at the chases, Danielle comes downstairs in a new outfit and her hair braided in pigtails. Of course, Vivian ruins this moment by comparing Danielle to Pippi Longstocking. Mm-hmm. I'm like, shut up. Shut up, woman. She picks up her braids. Like, look at this Pippi Long, That little Swedish girl. Pippi yeah. Longstocking. And Patty's like, here, can you pass out these hors d'oeuvres? But Danielle's like, nope. And she goes right upstairs to get changed again. Viv's friend from earlier says, I thought you said she destroyed her hair. And Viv's like, no, that's the other one. I'm like, bitch, the other one? Yeah. Really? Uh,
0: And her hair is awesome. So, fuck you, Viv.
1: She's like, where is Angela? And Patty says, good question, and heads upstairs to look for her teenager. She walks into Angela's room and sees the tie-dyed shirt with the casual vest and the plaid skirt and says, this is what you're wearing to your grandparents' party? Angela's like, I think I'm going to Rand's. And Patty just looks at her, turns and leaves, mad as she should be.-.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Angela says, "Mom, just for a little while, mm-mm, mm-mm. so i'm I'm gonna give this, okay, best Armstrong the actress who plays Patty. I'm gonna give her some mad props because she does this great job of walking down those stairs, just transitioning from being angry and annoyed into happy party mode when she comes downstairs and sees people like, boom. And she, you know, like, she doesn't get enough credit for how great of an actress she is, especially on this show. So, yeah. Best, great job. Good. At Ryan's she goes into the bathroom, Ryan does, and she kicks this couple out so she can take some pills from a bag in her bra. And Ricky catches her. And she's like, what? It's a party. And she takes a drink from her beer and calls him a Boy Scout. I'm like, girl, this is not a good look on you. Mm-mm.
0: Mm-mm. Ricky just takes it because he wants to watch out for her
1: i know it's really 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 sad it is meanwhile graham is chewing out vivian for trying to season the skinless chicken he worked so hard on and he should definitely protect it because it's his baby (laughs) yeah he's adamant that you do not put oregano in a curry sauce
0: yeah like what the fuck
1: Patty walks up and you can see that she's getting to a boiling point with the shenanigans going on. Like just all the crap that's happening. Graham walks off and Angela walks in looking for Patty. She says, happy anniversary to Vivian, who says, that's quite the get up <laughs> to Angela's costume or outfit, whatever.
0: They're so similar.
1: You know? Vivian and
0: Patty, it's funny.
1: Patty says she asked her to change. And I was like, Angela's like, no, you didn't. Which is true. And Vivian says, Angela should wear what she wants, much to Patty's protesting. It's when Angela asks where Grandpa Chuck is that the shit starts to hit the fan. She gets mad. So, Grandpa's not coming, but yet I have to be here? That really makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Vivian says she doesn't have to be there if she has better plans. And Patty's like, what? What about what about family and doing what's right? And Vivian says, Fooey. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, excuse me? Bitch says what? Like, yeah. Ugh. Angela says, "Doing what's right." We're having a party for someone who isn't even here. Yeah, which is that true. Is fucking ridiculous. Vivian then guilt trips Patty for making Angela miss her best friend's party. Patty insists that Rayanne is not Angela's best friend. Big mistake, Patty.
0: Hmm.
1: Angela gripes that she is her best friend, no matter if you know Patty hates her. And Vivian's like, "You hate her." But Patty's like, butt out." She tells Angela, "I apologize deeply that our house cannot measure up to the joy at being Ann's, where your friend Ricky can guzzle beer and that amber woman reads your tea leaves." Angela tells her to stop because Ricky doesn't even drink and Patty she just admit she hate she hated Rayanne on sight. Finally, finally Patty admits she never liked Ann or the influence she has on Angela. She's I don't I don't like I don't think she's a good friend for you. Angel gets mad, grabs her keys, and leaves the house to head to Ray Ann's. Yeah. So that felt like a real fight. Yeah. I've I've I think I've had that fight actually with my mom.
0: That's what I I love about this show. Everything, even though like there are some like overly dramatic moments, everything feels very real. You know? Yeah. Like the fights, the conversations, everything is.
1: Everything that happens is plausible for the most Mm -hmm. part, you know?
0: Except the ghost. In school,
1: <laughs> I don't know about communicating. I'm see, seeing a ghost, yes, but actually like, talking and conversing with the yeah. ghost, yeah, maybe not. But yeah. So when Angela shows up at Ray Ann's, the door is wide open. The party has bled out into the hall. There's people in the hallway, you know, almost getting on. I'm pretty sure Amber was pretty strict about how rowdy it could get. Ray, Ray.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So Angela weaves through the room, full of weird randos. And Rayanne is just so happy to see her. She starts to cry on her shoulder. I just love you so much, Angelica. <laughs> she falls down and pulls Angela down with her, knocking the tarot cards onto the floor. And Rayanne's like, oh my gosh. She reaches for one and grabs the death card. She's like, I need to get this tattoo. Like, that's not good. That's not symbolic, right? Mm. Ricky pulls her up and she rushes off to the tattoo guy. Ricky, of course, makes excuses to, for her to Angela. I'm like, you know, come on, she knows she's yeah. been around you guys. And he's like, you know, she's she's always like this, she's always okay. By the time this part, by the time the party's over, you know, uh, really is she, Ricky? That's when Amber comes home from work. The party is out of control. She is pissed. This is not the same fun-loving Amber we've met before. Nope. She shuts off the music and starts pulling and pushing the kids out. She stops for a second to acknowledge Angela and Ricky say, hi, sweetheart. And then she yells for everyone to leave and is looking for Rayanne. She finds the tattoo guy leaning over Rayanne, which he doesn't have a tattoo gun in his hand and he has no, no. shirt on. Yeah. And he's she's was, like, only shirtless. in a
0: bra. <laughs> It's kind of creepy.
1: Yeah. And she throws a book at him. she goes, get off my daughter. <laughs> like, I don't know. That was really cartoony. But Mhm. And he's like, hey, I'm just an artist trying to make a living.
0: (laughs) All right, bro. At a teenager's party.
1: (laughs) It's like the the wimpiest comeback for this big dude with tats. And it just... (laughs) I'm just an artist trying to make a living. Work in a shop, bro. He's trying. (laughs) Rihanna's clearly more wasted. She's more than wasted, actually. And Amber's like chewing her out for having, you know, an out-of-control party. She's getting dressed and like... You know, I've got to go get meet Rusty and all this crap's going on. And she's more concerned the house is a mess, right? Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Rayanne is falling down on the floor. Angela wants to help, but Ricky's like, no, no, hold your back. I'm like, it tells you this is not the first time he's witnessed something between this mother-daughter, you know, relationship. As Rayanne tries to stabilize herself, still on the floor, mind you. Amber says tomorrow they will have a talk because Rayanne is too drunk, young lady. She's like, what did I say about moderation? I trusted you and now you look like an old drunk. hmm And she tells Ryan to pull herself together and get the place cleaned up before she gets back. And then she just like leaves. Yeah. Doesn't even say bye to anybody.
0: No, she's more concerned about her stupid date than the state Mama of her of daughter. Year. Yeah.
1: God. That's when Ricky helps Ryan get her shirt on and she cries and tells him that she loves him. She's like, I feel so cold. I feel so cold. So after a quick commercial break... Angela and Ricky are carrying Rayanne to the bathroom. Ricky has Angela throw cold water on Rayanne's face to keep her from passing out. Ricky's freaking out. He's never seen Rayanne like this before. He doesn't know what to do. Angela's like, I know what to do, and she rushes off to the phone. So at the chase party, it's still pretty boring. The old people, not not talking or doing much. I hate these type of parties.
0: Was that, were all those people meant to be at the fondue restaurant? Because that would be ridiculous. There was a lot of people there.
1: I know. That's probably why she probably never had a damn reservation at the Fondue restaurant. You know.
0: Yeah. This was the plan the whole time in her mind.
1: So, yeah, they're all telling corny stories and whatnot. And then in slow motion, the phone rings and Patty looks over to see Vivian answer. It's like mother's intuition. She immediately walks over to the phone calmly, takes it from her mother and is like, Angela. And on the other end, Angela's crying. She's like, Mommy, I really need you. Yeah. She hangs up the phone. And turns to Vivian, who is also got her mother's intuition turned on and tells Patty, go, go to Angela, Mm -hmm. go. And I just love how that kicked in. Like, it just didn't matter at that point for either of them. They knew something was up. This was more important. Which I, that's one part where they're like, they finally connected on the same level, you know? Yeah.
0: Vivian didn't turn it into something about her. She was just like, get out here, go.
1: You need to go. Yeah. Immediately, we cut to Angela hugging Patty, as she shows up to Rayanne's. Patty has already called an ambulance. Angela takes her to Rayanne, and Patty goes into nurse mode. She asks a freaked-out Ricky about any drugs on top of the alcohol, that, and Ricky's like, I think she took two hits of ecstasy, and she was saving one. And he starts to cry, and Patty's like, calm down, show me where the other one she was saving. And he pulls it out from Rayanne's bra, and she gets him to go get a blanket. She slaps Rayanne in the face, like, Rayanne, wake up. And Rand starts to push her way and is like, I don't like you. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, if you only knew what this woman was doing for you that your mm-hmm. own mother wouldn't do. Right. You know, the ambulance comes to take her away. And at the hospital in the waiting room, Ricky brings Patty some chips to snack on as Angela's in the restroom. It's just such a good little moment between them.
0: It is.
1: He thanks her for stepping in like that. And he asks her kind of starts crying because did you ever try to protect someone so much that it like hurt and i started to cry re-watching this i don't know it didn't hit me the first time around i guess but i know this feeling now yeah. of trying to like protect somebody from themselves or just seeing somebody fall apart like this you know and you're just like you wish you could do something more but you can't yeah patty looks at him and knows something she's like that wasn't your beer the other day was it And that's when the doctor shows up and says that they can go see Rianne now. Once they are all in Rianne's room, is when Amber shows up. She's freaked and crying, and she's like, I can't believe they had to pump her stomach, and all this stuff. And Patty tries to tell her more about what the doctor was concerned about, but she goes straight to Rianne, who wakes up slightly, and she's like, I'm okay, Mama, I'm okay. Right? Amber gets pulled away to talk to a policeman, and Patty looks over to Ricky and asks, how would you like to attend a very dull party? (laughs) Nice segue, Patty. Nice. That's when they pull up to the Chase house and Patty sends Ricky in first because she needs to talk with Angela. I'm like, ooh. You know, Angela's immediately apologizing for screwing up the night, screwing up everything. And Patty's like, you know what? You did the right thing by calling me. Yeah. And she makes Angela promise that she'll always call her. Angela is amazed at how in control of the situation Patty was with Rayanne. Patty tells her that, you know, well, when I was in college, I had a roommate that was actually a lot like Rayanne. And Angela's like, well, what happened? And Patty's like, well, pretty much everything that happened with Rayanne, except she died. I'm like, yeah, your mom knows, Angela, what could have happened.
0: And this is why she probably immediately didn't like Rayanne. She saw saw it. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Patty tells Angela that she's scared for her future. She doesn't know what to do, and if she should forbid Angela from seeing Ryan or not. And Angela tells her that won't work. And Ryan is her friend, and Patty should trust her. And that's when Patty says, "I actually do trust you."
0: Yeah,
1: it's a sweet little moment. It is. So Angela starts to giggle. That poor Ricky is surrounded by their relatives inside. <laughs> So Patty sends her in to relieve him. And, you know, after Angela's inside, Patty takes a moment to reflect and breaks down in sobbing tears. Yeah. Which she's probably remembering remembering what happened with her dead roommate, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Or just glad that it wasn't Angela, right? That was.
1: And probably letting go of some of that tension from the past mm-hmm. week from her mom. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's probably a lot built up in Patty that she needs to well, let go she of. She has a lot of
1: herself, you know. <laughs> you feel bad for Patty. Yeah. Meanwhile, Vivian is pushing chicken onto Ricky, who thinks it tastes amazingly Italian. Vivian is proud because she's still snuck in, in that oregano. Fuck yeah, Graham's cooking, right?
0: Wasn't <laughs> it supposed to be like curry, too? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty bad if curry she tastes it's really Italian.
1: Italian, and he's, she's like, that's the oregano. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't say it was good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when Patty comes in, she looks at Angela, who's fully immersed and mingling in the crowd. We pan around the party at everyone as Angela narrates. She says, Each card has a name. The magician, as her father seemingly comes out of nowhere with food for her. The empress, her grandmother. The fool, as Danielle blows raspberries at some other kid. The wheel of fortune, the kids chasing each other around and an old couple dancing slowly in circles. Strength, her mom, Patty. They represent challenges and tests, twists of fate. Now we're back at the hospital. Amber's watching over Ann. No card is all good or all bad. Cards can be both positive or negative, depending on where they fall. Now, back in Angela's room, she's reading from the tarot book. When you read someone's future, they must think of a question. They must hold it in their mind. The cards are read in sequence. Each card leads to the next. We move from terror and loss to unexpected good fortune. And out of darkness, hope is born. And we fade to white, which is usually black, but at this time, I guess it's supposed to represent the lightness of hope. Yeah. And that's the end of the episode.
0: Yeah. It was a good, it was a heavy episode, but it was a good episode. I, know. I think there was yeah, a lot it's, of- It's really- hard
1: to find the humor in some, some of these episodes. You're like, oh my God. You know, yeah. Oh. So you just kind of have to bitch about them a little bit. <laughs>
0: yeah. that's, I like it, though. I like all the interactions in this episode. You kind of learn a lot more about the characters, I think.
1: Yeah, totally. And, you know, I, I'm glad it sets this up because it's, it really does set up a lot for what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, with Especially with Ryan and Angela's you know, friendship. and um, Yeah. But, I, you know, we'll get to that point when we get to it. You know what that's, I'm
0: saying? That's Right.
1: Audience, thank you again for listening to us. I don't know why I'm talking like this, but because
0: it's um, fun.
1: Because it's fun, and uh, I also still have a cold at this point. So, but if you want, we would love it if you'd reach out to us. You can uh, reach out to Kay uh, via her uh, podcast socials, which is FMWL Pod,
0: <laughs> at all the places,
1: <laughs> at all the places, every social media place you pretty much can think of. The Rewatch Recap was brought to you by me, Dustin Holden. You can find the show on Instagram at The Rewatch Recap, or you can find me on TikTok at Dustin underscore Holden. Find me there for my weird-ass sense of humor, amongst other silly things related to my other show, Dustin Can Read and Watch. Speaking of which, my email is the same as the other show. You can reach me at Dustin can read Pod at gmail.com. So again, from me and Kay. We thank you for listening to the My So-Called Life Rewatch Recap Episode 10 with us, and we hope to see you next week for Episode 11. Until then, be nice to your mothers, people.
0: hmm Bye. Bye for now. <laughs> Ciao. <laughs>